1: You do the uh, halftime show, and you announce a tour the very next day.
2: So, another question about the Super Bowl before we move on. At one point, they kept Bud Light kept showing like Beyonce and Jay Z, uh, Post Malone, all these celebrities. Yeah. Were they sitting in the Bud Light box? I have no idea. Because I I believe, and someone text in if I'm wrong. Did was did Beyonce like? Crack open a Bud Light no, from she was, the bottle.
1: It was a water. I th- I saw that. It looked like it, it's the same kind of aluminum bottle that Bud Lights yes. coming up, But I think that was water. I think she was. Oh, because
2: I thought to myself, how much did they pay Beyonce to have crack a Bud Light? Open yeah. a Bud Light like from the bottle. Like I'm yeah, sure that I think, it was, to I think her. it was
1: water in okay. an aluminum bottle. Okay. Well, Post
3: Malone was holding his yep. Bud Light during that, and he was holding it from the very bottom of the okay, can, so can, can with it? the yep. Bud Light logo yep. above his hand and out. And it's like, okay, oh
1: yeah, they're giving big bucks to yes, do that.
2: Yes, that's what I thought. No, is, I was like, <laughs> wow, that is really because the, the camera cut to Beyonce. I'm like, this is really highly produced. If they made her do that, but okay, thanks for clearing well, that up. I think
1: maybe it was. I could have been wrong. though. I thought it was like, I'm like, no way, is she drinking Bud Light? But out of the can. But maybe she was – maybe it was. I th- I figured it was just an aluminum mm-hmm. bottle okay. of
2: water. All right, you're probably yeah. right. What do I
1: know? What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, a little lost
3: in the sporting news yesterday. Nick Gordon of the Twins was that. traded away to the Marlins for left-handed reliever Stephen Okert. Um, you know, a lot of people like me open the sports news this morning and say, okay, that's done. When do the tw- – oh, hey. Twins, pitchers, and catchers Wednesday, report. Wednesday, baby. Wednesday, later this week, on a happy Valentine's Day as the, you know, wives get ditched for the rest of the season on Valentine's Day. Um,
1: Isn't that just like, the, like, just knowing that baseball's starting again, it just kind of gives you that positive <sighs> you feeling. You can smell the spring. Spring is on the way. Yes. That was going to be
3: my question. Are oh, you are you ready? Are you ready? Are you in the mood for you're baseball? You're darn
1: right I am. And I'm taking a, a group of uh, twins uh, WCCO listeners to... Uh, Fort Myers next month for
2: so fun. Can three or I four come?
1: four games. Yeah, come on down. Yeah,
2: that sounds fun. We'll
1: do the show from Fort Myers. I love that. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, twins by and large, most uh, sporting uh, journalists pick the Twins to win the division again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that that can happen. Uh, but no, I'm very excited to get. Uh, baseball going yeah, again. i believe we're only uh,
3: 10 or 12 days away from the first preseason game yeah. some of which will be heard right here on cco You're darn
1: right nick gordon by the way a uh, f- nice guy i met nick gordon one time at the airport oh. when he was just coming up mm-hmm. nice guy
2: and you recognized him yep oh nice
3: well, we saw the marriage between music and sports paying off big last night with a fairy tale ending as Taylor Swift is in the arms of Travis Kelsey and the and confetti is falling in Las sweet. Vegas. Uh it works so well, Jordana, that I wonder if other entertainers and athletes might try to blend their brands in a similar way. Mm. Who do you think could be the next like celebrity to date an athlete that we'll see?
2: Oh, I didn't realize that was the homework. Celebrity to date an athlete. Well, I don't know that many athletes to to say that. I thought we were doing celebrity matchups. Um, the the latest. I mean, you know, I
1: I'm trying to think who needs the boost as an athlete.
2: Right, and I'm I'm trying to think of female athletes that could use a higher profile, but. I don't, I don't know.
1: I think Simone Biles, the gymnast, mm-hmm. dates a member of the Packers. Does she? And I think she was like on the sideline of a couple of Packer
2: games. She's so teeny tiny. She's oh like gosh. five feet. You know, I saw her standing next to like Shaq or somebody. Yeah. I thought we were doing celebrity matchups. Oh. And I'll tell you right okay, now well, what give celebrity, us celebrity matchups match. do yeah. I want. Because you, you can't ask me about sports. Who cares about that? Um, I think Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga should get together. Because, you know, they were there. Oh yeah. I think Lady get,
1: Gaga was there last night.
2: Was she, Yes. Yep. Yes. She was there and like full eye makeup yep. and everything. Yes. I did see her. Um, I think celebrities that should get together. And I think of, I guess, Travis Kelsey. Obviously, he's a sports, he's an athlete, but he's also a celebrity now. Um, and I love that Timothy Chalamet. Do you know Timothy Chalamet? Oh, yeah. He was in Wonka.
1: Yep. And Very I, charming a, young man.
2: Right. There's an influencer I like with him. Her name is Montana Tucker. She's like a YouTube influencer kind of person, the kids watch. But um, I think he's with Kylie Jenner. And mm-hmm. I was like, eh, that doesn't seem real to me. Wow,
1: you say you can do better, Timothy?
2: It doesn't seem real. I know Kylie Jenner is beautiful and rich and successful and oh. all of those things and connected. But, um, yeah, I thought I could see them together yeah.
1: better. Texter says Simone Biles is actually married to that uh, packer. Oh. So.
2: oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, now we know.
1: Those are two athletes, So Those kids are be uh, talented. They have kids. Athletic talent. People are still being urged to stay away from the site of
3: a fire that destroyed the historic Lutzen Lodge last week. Meanwhile, the Cook County Sheriff's Department issued a statement saying the location was a crime scene causing people to speculate about what really happened and possible foul play. Now, the department has since walked back that statement and said it was worded incorrectly adam do you buy into any uh rumors about what maybe could have well happened that's the sad part so i
1: much. think automatically i think because it's happened enough where automatically when you see like a resort burn there are questions about insurance and whether or not i think a lot of us just have that automatic fallback uh, that being said if it proves to be purely accidental The Cook County Sheriff's Department's got a little explaining to do why they would issue a press release saying it was a crime scene because that adds, (coughs) pardon the pun, it adds fuel to the fire. Um, I I feel terrible for, and I just read an article just about the, the loss of this lodge and the general manager and the people that run Lutzen. It's been a difficult winter already, and if this is purely accidental devastating, and then to add the fact that some people are suspicious of it, it just adds to it. And I hope that's not the case. And But again, got to be a little more careful with our press releases.
2: And when they say crime scene, is that something that is automatic? That's what, yeah, you're right. Because because it's a fire. So are we just misinterpreting that or... Other people will misinterpret that, and that's standard language. That's, right, we'd have because
1: to like that. A homicide is the same kind of thing when you run into like, like somebody can die by a homicide. That doesn't necessarily – people equate homicide with murder a lot, and yes. it's not the same thing. Yes. And so I see what a you're homicide saying. Homicide is just the death yes. of a
2: person. Maybe they killed themselves. At the other,
1: no, homicide <laughs> is like you, you die at the, because of somebody else, but it doesn't necessarily mean intent. Okay. But I understand what you're saying is that, yeah, it could be a general term like this is a crime scene. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know, but it's yeah, it's it's sad, and I hope that's not the case. I hope this is
2: they do need to be more sensitive because that does make it look suspect, right? And we don't want to think that or believe. It. I mean, we want to know the truth, yeah. of course, and somebody should help be, be held responsible if there was a crime committed. But uh, yeah, we don't want to make it look like the the owners or someone yeah. did, did something wrong.
0: Well,
3: the Super Bowl means many Americans were doing some drinking. Last night, and some of us are uh, at work the next morning. Maybe got a little bit of that alcohol still in your system. Uh, are you suggesting people are hungover today? Uh, I'm suggesting people are hungover today. And the uh, disease control and prevention um, uh, uh, folks with the federal government are uh, explaining how long alcohol can stay in your system. My question is... For you, I think I'm on Jordana now. For either yeah. of you, uh, how long? It's a quiz. How long do you think alcohol can be detected
2: in your system after drinking? I think it depends how much. You know, if you have a, a if you drink a lot, I think it takes much longer to get out of your system. So, I mean, I would say it, uh, maybe six hours, maybe four to six hours.
1: I get. I was going to say six.
2: Oh, okay. six hours.
1: Let's go six hours. Six. Right on it. Right. Uh, no, oh.
2: you're oh.
3: very,
1: very far from
2: oh, no.
3: a breathalyzer can detect alcohol up to 24 hours Stop it. after drinking and a urine test, which is often used to, um, confirm results yeah. can test alcohol in your system up to 80 hours. No. after 80 drinking.
2: Hours. Well, I guess a urine test. Yeah. Those are like internal. I can see where the remnants mm-hmm. of that would happen. Wow! All right, everybody, make a note, friends. Do not do any go to work or drive or do anything. Make any important decisions if you're loaded the night before. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't gonna, mean
3: you're impaired for eighty right. hours. It just means that there's still red parts it, of that in your. Yeah, system. but if it's
2: coming up on a breathalyzer, you guys, doesn't that mean you're impaired? No, oh, I guess no. You could blow a no. under a point zero zero yeah, zero
3: just, zero. Yeah, that's that's right. just the longest. It's you know, yeah. if you get really, really loaded. It won't zero back out again for 24 hours.
2: Has that happened to you guys, like where you woke up drunk the next day?
1: There's been a time in my life where, yes, college, where you wake up and you're still altered. Clearly, yes. I'm, I've i known people who have got up the next day and driven and gotten a DWI. Because no, were, really? Oh, yeah.
2: I remember one day here. It was working here. I got a call, like, at night to fill in. On the morning show, yeah, or, and I did,
1: had a late night and said, "Yeah, do and, it.
2: Uh, no, I said oh. I could do it." And <laughs> I remember not feeling good when I came back in. I don't know if that was hungoverness or oh. if I, uh, yeah.
3: Jordana just admits to working <laughs> I was, while drunk. Is I that was just probably happened? just
2: hungover, but I remember <laughs> feeling really bad. And that wasn't my normal schedule. I was trying to help out, but I, uh, I do remember yeah. feeling really bad.
1: Hangovers are not fun.
2: That's not fun. No, no absolutely.
1: Ten nineteen. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We talk about it all the time. Like having your phone in your hand, if you've got YouTube on your phone, it's basically like a how-to manual for everything. So I'm wondering why Jordana Green does not have YouTube on her phone. How can was, you not? It's like a, like I said, it's like having an owner's manual and a user's manual for everything.
2: Friends. I was app shamed this morning. You were app shamed when you I went into app-shamed. the meeting. They app shamed me. Of- me. They car shame me. They app shame me. They hair shame me sometimes.
1: We have never hair shamed. No, me. Wear the that wig. is not true. No, it. no, don't stop it. Wear the it. Wig. That's not we wait till you're out of the room to talk <laughs> about your
2: hair. <laughs> um, I don't. How do you Adam- not have YouTube? Okay, it's, so Adam it- sent me a link because I didn't see which commercial did I? Oh, I didn't see the mullet commercial. I must have been, I don't know, getting snacks or something. Or taking an app or whatever. Um, so I tried to look at that when you sent me a YouTube link and I was like, oh, I have to download YouTube on my phone. I don't have YouTube on my phone because I don't use YouTube on my phone. If I'm going to watch a YouTube video, that's more of a long-form video. Like I would look at it on my computer. I wouldn't watch it on my phone. And while I do use YouTube, for example, I do yoga and Pilates classes at home mm-hmm. via YouTube. Yeah, And I have YouTube Uploaded onto my television because I have smart TVs. So I watch them, you know, in a space where I can do yoga. I don't want to watch on my tiny little phone when I'm doing yoga. So, or watch the instructor. So I don't have YouTube on my phone. And they looked at me like I had 10 heads and they said, well, how do you know how to do anything? Right. And I'm like, I, I have lived a long time doing things. And not having YouTube on my phone, I do, that's not my go-to. So you guys might think I'm old, but they're like, how do you cook? I'm like, well, I follow a recipe that maybe I found somewhere else. New York Times has great recipes or I follow a hard copy recipe from a recipe book because we still have books. The so Betty no, Crocker,
1: Better With yeah. Butter book where everything is like,
2: See, they're what, judging, 70 now they're sticks book of butter. Me. They're cook shaming me. So I don't necessarily – what do you use it for?
1: Everything everything
2: i used it once to fix my my disposal to fix my garbage disposal and it worked oh no i also used it to fix some plumbing in my house and yes i did fix the plumbing See?
1: but you're not bringing a tv well, into the uh, bathroom and watching it well, you got that's bring how computer, you get your phone
2: but like that's what husbands are for they do stuff
1: uh 6514619226 the craziest thing you've done on youtube i learned from youtube
2: and please chime in if everybody does yes. not use youtube as their no. go to we I think, we look up things or we we hire somebody
1: i've said this before cuz YouTube, <laughs> youtube is technically youtube is technically a social media site so it is easily without question not close the best and most beneficial Uh, social media site.
2: Well, I think it's the least dangerous and probably the most useful. Yes. Oh, by the way, last night, did you see those ads for Snapchat? Yeah. You know, they said like less social, more friends. And I was talking to Mark and I explained to him, I'm like, Snapchat is less dangerous because there's no feed. There's no algorithm. Snapchat's like text. You just, it's a communication device and kids can share pictures and videos, but it's very brief. And um, I thought, wow, Snapchat was supposed to be so dangerous when it first came out, because it disappears. Right. And, and now they're promoting that it's safer it's a safe one. than like Instagram.
1: By all means. I okay.
2: thought that was effective, by the way.
1: So I just learned uh, a guitar. I learned a song on guitar this weekend from YouTube. That's the number one place I go now to uh, learn enough. things on guitar. Uh, cooking. Uh, I put it like how to cook certain things. It's pretty easy, self-explanatory. You open a YouTube video, usually you get six, seven options on each mm-hmm. thing you want to cook. There's another one. Uh, ice fishing, like to do different techniques. I learn uh, that through YouTube. And the list goes on and on and on. When I get new technology, like I got a new set of headphones, Mm -hmm. and
3: the instructions for those are always complicated, and they're in seven different languages, and I Mm -hmm. can't understand. I throw that instruction book away. I go to YouTube. Whatever it is, there's an explainer video. There's an unboxing video of somebody opening it up. And explaining, okay, to turn down the volume, you do this. To change this, you do this. If you want to do multiple devices and like explaining to me exactly how – and it's three minutes long and I watched that on YouTube and now I know
1: how to use my new headset. Yeah. Why well, bother with an owner's manual?
2: The shaming may have worked because I'm seeing this as a useful tool now that I should be using more. Although, see, Maddox, I just downloaded some new editing software into my computer at home and I was having trouble connecting the – Microphone And yeah. I asked Maddox for help. He's good with this. And he didn't YouTube it either. He Googled it and he said, OK, here's the troubleshooting or, you know, like looked at the troubleshooting tips for that mm-hmm. and fixed it for me. But he does use YouTube a lot. Yeah. He just installed CarPlay in my car and I mm-hmm. think he used YouTube a lot for that. I, maybe I'll have to explore this. I just don't have the patience for. I'm like, get right to the chase. I kind of want to read. That's something. why
1: YouTube is great because of. I don't yes, have the patience really? to look at an owner's manual or look at like a recipe thing. By yeah. the way, too on the recipe thing, why do they? Why do we need like a book of oh, my stories God. before you get down to the?
3: Ingredients oh, that's list. too
2: much. What Stop is it with the What stories? is with that? I know. Stop it. That's what's what I need to hear about your now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's recipe.
3: great about recipes on YouTube is like Skip I know I want my recipe on YouTube to be like. Two to three minutes long. And if I see the recipes 10 minutes long, like I'm just not, nope, skip that one. Let's go to the three-minute one. But you have to watch a
2: video. Can't you just like look at the printout and say this is what you need and do it? Why do you need to watch somebody cook it? Yeah, and I want to –
3: and you can just like listen while you start cooking. Like you're using your hands. You're on your way. and You listen to what they're doing. It's great. Uh,
2: You might have made me a convert. Not that shaming worked. Both of you should be ashamed for shaming me. But, all right, what are you using YouTube for?
1: Uh, Jason from Oak Grove recently learned how to change the transmission fluid and mm. filter on my pickup truck from a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Uh, sti- See, that
2: would be a good thing to know.
1: What's great yes. about,
2: like, car you know how much money you'd save? <laughs> that would be a good thing to know, yeah. Uh,
1: still need books for cooking. No internet needed. You can never use too much butter.
2: I love that. Uh, okay, Jordana, if you use if if you're, if you're using YouTube to cook, you should starve. The other hand, Jordana, when are you under the hood tracing wires from the computer module on your Subaru? It's very handy to do it with your phone. A lot okay, of assumptions there. No, no, no. I think this person oh. might be doing it with their you know Subaru. Okay, I. You're right. You're not going to drag your computer out there. And you're right, Maddox probably used his phone when he was doing the CarPlay. Okay, I. I might have to download it again. Doesn't it take up a lot of space on your phone? Maybe that's why I deleted it. No? No, not more than any other app you
1: have, unless you're, like, downloading videos for offline viewing or something. Rodana, there's some really great vegan recipes on YouTube. I'm going to look. Greatest YouTube recipe ever, Meng Chi's Emergency Kimchi. Oh,
2: it's emergency kimchi. When you're in a kimchi emergency, (laughs) you need it right away. (laughs) You need it right away. 651 461 Nine two
1: two six. Keep them coming in. Uh, the best thing or weirdest thing you learn? I learned how to tie a bow tie one time on a Whoa. YouTube video, and I
2: forgot. Oh yeah, that's a good skill. Yeah, that's yeah, a good skill. Someone <laughs> said so many great podcasts are filmed to watch on YouTube, but yeah. that's mm-hmm. the whole point of a podcast. I just want to listen, and no, I want like to walk watch. around we the lake.
1: Have, we should have a YouTube channel and have our show broadcast yeah, you on you YouTube. You know how
2: many years I've been saying that, Adam. right? Please, well,
1: let's make it happen. This is the year. As long as you download YouTube. <laughs> 1031
2: at CC <laughs> All-Star closer
0: Kenley Jansen we have a question What's the best podcast of all time
1: Are you cur- up on the current relationship lingo? Oh, boy. Now, I, I, I trust you more than anybody in this room on this because you've got kids mm-hmm. who are in that kind of various yeah. ages of relationship ages mm-hmm. that would know this kind of termo- terminology.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so I've got a list here of current terms that have reference to certain different kind of uh, relationships or part of a relationship. And I'm going to quiz you both. Dave's going to have no chance. Uh, well, he
3: might. He's but much younger than us. Are. Wait, why? Why? Because, like, I'm not a romantic well, you're married. man? No, or?
1: no, that has nothing to do with... This is if you're on the market. I think if you're on the oh, market...
2: Oh, yeah. Or if you're, you're married a, in a hetero relationship yeah, and have been no for chance. a while. So, like, what so do I you So I think the
1: only know? shot at this, if you have kids mm-hmm. here... Yeah, a very teenagers. Nice. It's just This little uh, romantic Valentine's Day music. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Okay, here's the first one. This is probably a an easy one. What is a situationship? Situationship. What is a situationship?
2: I believe a situationship is a pre-relationship. You have not yet decided to become boyfriend and girlfriend, and you are, quote, talking to each other. Dave is shaking his head no. How? Now he's shaming me for my answers.
3: I'm not shaming. I'm just indicating that I think that's wrong, wrong. and I I have a different answer. Okay. What's your answer? Say the word again. Situationship. I think a situationship means that you um, have some sort of connection to person that's undefined, and there's there's a situation with it. There's some sort of problem. Like I don't know, I have a person, but I'm not sure it's a situation.
2: That's exactly what that's I what said. She said.
3: No, but it's it, not. You said specifically like before it's a thing. This could be after. I, like this could be like, well, I broke up with this guy. But then we saw each other again, and then we didn't. It could be at any point
1: during the relationship, not just at the beginning. I'm going to give this one to Jordana. Yes! I think she was more accurate here. Thank you! A situationship is a lack of consensus on what a relationship actually is, which usually means an awkward middle ground somewhere between friendship... That's like committed relation. Not what she said. That's, exactly that's what, I what I said. I said.
2: I said it's before you commit. Yeah. It's like you're talking. And that's what the kids call it, by the way. They don't say like hooking up because they're talking. much less physical. Yeah. Well, there's somebody I'm talking to. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. So that means we're both interested in each other. We just haven't we're just talking. finalized the boyfriend-girlfriend. That's the situationship.
1: For many, a situationship is a unique type of purgatory where they don't know how to define a relationship dynamic. This often know. means a no-strings-attached dynamic. Oh. Without boundaries or mutual understanding. So
2: is it like friends with benefits kind of thing? Yeah, and I no guess real that's commitment. In that situationship. Well, I'm I'm taking the win on that, David. Okay, here's Focus. the next
1: one. Uh David, you can have the first question. What is relation shopping? Relation shopping, what is that? Uh I would
3: think that's when somebody who's dating. Has several different options. Like I'm on this app, I'm on that app, I'm texting with a few different girls, and I'm or or men or whatever. And I haven't decided which one am I going to go with. I'm just kind of shopping still.
1: Uh, that is incorrect. Wait, no,
2: wait. You got to give me a chance. To, I am.
1: I'm not going to read oh. it. I'm just saying his is wrong.
2: Oh, his. You're wrong. His is wrong. What okay. is relation shopping? Um, I feel like. Well, mine's a little similar. I feel like relation relation shopping is. When you go on a first date, you tell the person, I'm looking for a relationship. This isn't just a meeting so we can Mm -hmm. hook up or get in a situation ship. Like you're very honest with the person and say, I am in it. I'm looking for a relationship. If that's not what you're interested for, then let me know now so this can go nowhere else. Uh, That's
1: wrong too. (sighs) Relation shopping is dating by a long list of rigid standards that aren't necessarily necessities. Relation shoppers have a hard time feeling satisfied with the person they're dating and, similar to dating maximizers, constantly wonder if there's someone out there who could be better suited for them. Uh,
2: so that person is not checking all the boxes. Correct. So you have to go find someone who checks all the boxes.
1: Right. Or, well, so,
2: good luck, Yeah, honey. I was going to say that somebody <laughs> who's hard
1: to please. Good Run luck. for the hills if you are <laughs> a relation Oh, here's a good one. What is bread crumbing? Bread crumbing. Jordana, what is breadcrumbing?
2: Okay. Leading somebody on. This is just sort of dropping a breadcrumb when you feel that there may be their interest is waning in you and you don't want to commit to them. But you kind of want to keep them like a side piece. And, and you drop, a, you know, a text, what's up, you up, you know, that kind of thing yeah. every now and then. Mm-hmm. But never make a real commitment. You just want to keep them hanging on.
1: Agree? Disagree? What do you
3: think? I think... Breadcrumbing is somebody that sort of has in mind what they want, and they're trying to draw that out of the person. Like oh, I know nice. I want somebody yep. who's adventurous and likes to travel and has a dog, and you just sort of like oh, yeah. put little breadcrumbs out there to see if they will. With the, not just saying that, but just kind of putting little crumbs out. Uh,
2: That's well, smart, actually, David. It's very nuanced. Yeah, I'd be way a good, I'd date. be a good breadcrumber. I think. Yeah.
3: Is that what it means, or any of us right?
1: Jordana was pretty much dead on. Breadcrumbing is in the act of giving someone just enough attention to keep them interested without exerting much effort or committing. This looks like someone sending you sporadic flirty texts, social media interactions or hints at meeting up without them being specific or following through. You're about to call it quits or when you uh, your interest wanes, the breadcrumber usually offers more
2: crumbs. See, David, your kids are too young. That's
1: like,
3: that's like when Jordana says, Yeah, we should totally get lunch someday, and then it never happens. It never that's kind happens. of the same yeah,
2: thing. Because okay. I don't like Got to it. leave the yeah. house. Uh, I totally get it. What yes, is, exactly.
1: Uh, David, what is orbiting? Orbiting.
2: Uh, orbiting? This music is making me laugh. I feel like I'm in an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> doctor's, doctor's office? office. Yeah. Yes. This is not romantic. Hey, here's okay,
1: a, here's a People magazine from 1996. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to do
1: yoga. Had you heard this one before? Is this new to you? Uh, this is new to me.
0: So I, f- Most of these are new. Okay.
3: So orbiting is like going around in a circle. So I think orbiting would be if you have multiple people and you're kind of rotating between them to see who sticks. I don't even like that answer as I say it, though. Okay. I have no idea what this means. Jordan. I think that's wrong.
2: I, <laughs> I just buzz myself. I think orbiting is... Um, like watching somebody and getting to know somebody and you're sort of taking them all in before you make your move gathering information you're stalking them on social media and and in stalking i mean in a good way yes you know like looking at them talking to friends oh does this person have somebody you know are they are they dating anybody else i think you're orbiting before you make your move
1: close but no this is uh Orbiting can best be described as lingering in someone's online presence as a potential love interest without ever getting close or sticking around after a romantic relationship has ended.
2: Meaning the romantic relationship between the two of them? Yes.
1: This perpetual orbit serves as a reminder of their existence, even if intentions are unclear if they decided to no longer pursue a romantic connection. This behavior involves a person following, viewing, and engaging with your social media content. Uh, Many fall into the trap of overanalyzing the orbiting behavior, desperately seeking clues about the other person's feelings. However, this often ends up being a waste of time and energy. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> what is fubbing? P-H, fubbing.
2: I don't think I want to answer that.
1: <laughs> Actually, it's not, it's not as sinister as it sounds.
2: What is fubbing? Um, I'm going to assume it's like a phone relationship. Like a relationship that you that you only exist in the digital space that you never you use technology or your phone to have a relationship with this person you that, never meet
1: that is wrong but it does involve a phone oh fubbing <laughs> i think it's has to do with like lying over them. we talk about it quite a bit oh. we've talked about it quite a bit on the really? show and whether or not it's an annoyance I have no idea, Do you If you're a fubber, you got to correct your behavior. So
3: somebody who's on the phone while they're dating?
1: As this doesn't really have anything to do with dating. <laughs> it's weird. It's on well, the list. but well. Fubbing is the impolite habit of ignoring those in front of you in favor of your phone. Oh. Oh. A poor man, too, for phone and snubbing. Fubbing is often oh. instinctive and unintentional. Many people do it and stay connected with others, whether it's through social media, texting, or emailing. But it can be the opposite effect on those closest to you
2: it be you especially moms,
1: hurtful when it happens on a date.
2: Oh, absolutely hurtful when it happens on a date. But guys, moms do this all the time. Like if you're if you're with other people, humans, yep. and your kids text, I've so many moms like, oh, okay, it's the kids. Like it's kids take precedence over anything that you're doing. And um, I'm not saying I haven't done that. You know, if something's happening or you need to hear from your kids, but we moms should should back down from that. It's it's annoying.
1: What, this is a good one. What is the ick? What's the ick?
2: This is dating related? Yes. I think like when you're grossed out by somebody, if they're coming on too strong, or if they are they do something gross, or... Yeah, if they do something that's a turn-off. I think it's a... oh Whatever is a turn-off is the ick.
1: Not really. Mm. You're kind of close, but...
3: I think it's when somebody has, like, a negative characteristic that you can't define. Like, oh, I'm not sure why that's mm. the... But they... No. I don't know. They've got the ick.
1: It's almost kind of it, too. The ick is the feeling of becoming suddenly and usually irreversibly repulsed by someone you once found attractive. Oh. Did you wow. swoon during your dinner date only for the chemistry to vanish once your partner pulled out his Velcro wallet? You get the ick. Yes.
2: It's bad if you... Um wake up and all of a sudden get the ick and that person's next to you that's a problem may, may want to held yeah. back on the yeah, alcohol yeah, right. the night before when your beer goggles made them look really good
1: uh, last one what is paper clipping uh,
2: okay paper clipping. this is i'm totally making this up by the way well This is attaching someone's dating profile or text messages or communication with you to another – a friend or an advisor or somebody you want their opinion on. You've paper clipped an exchange or a profile to a friend that you want more information on. No. Mm -hmm. Paper clipping? It's a good guess though, right? I just made it up. Yeah, that
1: was pretty good. I have no idea. I feel so. I have no idea. I've been wrong at all. Uh, Paper clipping is when an ex reaches out intermittently, not because they're interested, but rather to keep you on the back burner as an option. It's intentional and often used by narcissists. According to Damona Hoffman, a relationship coach, host of the Dates and Mates podcast, the dating trend is named after Clippy, the early 2000s annoying Microsoft pop up that offered to help (laughs) you when you least expected it or needed it. The same goes for an ex who may follow up only to disappear again
2: notice how by the way every's ex, everyone's ex is always a narcissist but we narcissist. broke up because they're a narcissist right. yeah they're Never, oh
1: he, i was he, the problem she he, was great but was, it was me i was terrible he was a total
2: narcissist no, total yeah narciss- she's an, oh. un, un, i've spoken to some of her exes she's a total narcissist. only yeah. thought about herself <laughs> it is funny total Never narcissist
1: made. that's right uh 10 uh not not very good you guys uh,
2: see, probably, some, probably good that we've got poor and others yeah. Uh, um, Did you know the reference that I made about shipping?
1: Uh, Yes, you're shipping. You're
2: You're uh, approving a relationship. Like if a kid says, I ship that relationship. Yeah, I ship that. I ship them. It means I, again, I don't know where the origin is, but I've heard my kids use it. Like a celeb, for example, like Travis Kelsey and... Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift, we ship, we ship that. that relationship yeah. because we approve of it. We think it's great.
1: Well, half people ship it, half people don't ship it. I was with a bunch of people last night. They don't ship it. Oh, God. They don't want it.
2: Someone asked me, did Jordana just use the term side piece? Yes, I did. Yeah,
1: you do all the time.
2: Is that a bad thing to say? No. Did I get myself in trouble there? No. A side piece, right. meaning like a
3: – You're a, in a, trouble a, if you have a side piece, uh, yes. Jordana. I, I am in like trouble to... if
2: I – yeah. That means you know, like having somebody on the side, a man or a woman, is your, it's your side piece. hmm Yeah. All right. It's 10.50. That is a Lindis Construction time check. Hold on one sec. Time to invest in clog-free leaf guard gutters and receive 50 percent off installation labor. I know it was a big news weekend for many people with the Super Bowl, but I'll tell you. The story that I have been following and I've been so thrilled to share with you is that the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, has rescued two hostages from Gaza. They were being held in Rafah, this city in the south that is on the border with Egypt. And the IDF went in and rescued hostages. One is 65 years old. One is 70 years old. They have been reunited. Uh, Physically, they were okay. They have been reunited uh, with their families. And I am so thrilled. This was – it's been 128 days since October – Seventh, I count every day, and I think about the hostages every single day. Excuse me, 60 and 70. Fernando Simon Marman is 60, and Louis Har is 70. They were kidnapped on October 7th, 7th from their kibbutz. And thank God, Baruch Hashem, they have been rescued during a special operation that took place in Gaza early, early, early this morning, which was really uh, yesterday in Israel, and um, we're just— I'm just so thrilled that this is still a top priority that um that they were rescued alive. And for anybody who was concerned about Israel going into Rafah, clearly that is where the hostages are. There was intelligence that said they were being held there, the IDF went in and they brought them home. And I we are going to speak with our guest, Jeff McCausland, I believe, is going to be joining us in just a few minutes at the top of the 11 o'clock hour to talk about what is happening there. Yeah, military analyst Jeff McCausland. We're going to hear what Biden said over the weekend. He's urging some restraint. What does he think about that? Uh, what does he think about the release of this these hostages? Will that be leading to more? So I'm really looking forward to chatting with him.
1: Jeff McCausland coming up after CBS. Don't go anywhere.